If I'm not mistaken, we have uh, Mr. Mike E. Michael Jones. He's an editor with Culture Wars magazine who uh, joins us live out of, if I'm not mistaken, South Bend. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Mr. E. Michael Jones, for joining this broadcast. Mm, if you hear me, please come in, sir, and uh, tell me what you think of this year's State of the Union address by President Biden. Yes, well, uh, the, 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 uh, the word that stuck out to me uh, during this uh, address was the word inch, okay? Uh, the measurement, the inch. And he said that uh, we were going to, the United States was going to defend every inch of NATO territory. Now, it's an interesting use of the word because this whole story started back with the fall of communism using the same word inch. James Baker, then uh, Secretary of State, assured uh, Mikhail Gorbachev that if uh, they were peaceful about it, the, uh, about the uh, the, the uh, collapse of the Soviet Union and the return to Russia, NATO would not move one inch eastward. Now that that's the story. That's the story that's been left out of this uh, this shameful example of of chest thumping and back uh, patting each other on the back. The United States simply lied to the Russians about what their intentions were. During the time when Russia was weak and could not respond, the United States moved over inexorably eastward one country at a time, year after year after year, edging toward the Soviet, toward the former Soviet Union, toward, uh, toward Russia, taking these countries under their control until finally in 2008, uh, at a meeting in Bucharest, the NATO announced that they were going to uh, invite uh, the Ukraine and Georgia to join NATO. And at this point, the Russians said, no, that's not going to happen. Now, from 2008 up until today, the United States could have negotiated in good faith with Russia over something that everyone knows is in Russia's vital national self-interest. And they refused. And not only did they refuse, they poured, according to Victoria Nuland, who was on the job here working for the State Department, they poured $6 billion of, uh, of subversive arms and uh, uh, organizing NGOs to basically destabilize uh, the Ukraine. In 2014, 2013, the elected president of the Ukraine signed an agreement with Russia for energy, did not sign an agreement with the European Union, got a better deal from Russia. And at that point, open warfare uh, uh, arrived in the Ukraine. We had a, a color revolution, color was orange. Uh, and at that point, they overthrew the elected government of the Ukraine. Now, from that point on, it has been puppets who have been in charge of the Ukraine, and their job is to move closer and closer to Russia, uh, threaten Russia's uh, well-being, uh, the threat of planting missiles, uh, uh, nuclear-tipped missiles on the eastern border of Ukraine. That is what happened since this time. And this Biden is talking as if this never happened. He's talking as if, first of all, he's talking as if he knew what was going to happen. Well, if you knew what was going to happen, why didn't you prevent it? Sanctions are supposed to prevent war. Now they're closing the barn door after the horse is out. 
They have done nothing. To, they have not listened, okay? From Victoria Newland all the way up to Anthony Blinken, it has been nothing but you will do what we'll say. They, they have refused to listen. They have sponsored, these are, uh, they have sponsored uh, Nazis, the Azov Brigade, uh, conducting terrorism against Russian-speaking Ukrainians on a regular basis, killing people with impunity and with the support of the Ukrainian government. And now they have another puppet in charge, and he's uh, standing there posturing, handing out weapons uh, to uh, criminals who are now going to terrorize the Ukrainian people. So this is all just pure hypocrisy on the part of the Biden administration, and also an admission of their failure. What he forgot to say was this: their diplomacy efforts were a colossal failure, because you can't delegate your diplomacy to the Israel lobby, which is basically what the Biden administration has done, from Victoria Nuland all the way up to Anthony Blinken. This has been Jewish animus against Russia. It's not going to work, and that's a fa the failure of diplomacy is now being talked about as if there's some type of support for these heroic people, okay? The, the Ukrainians may be heroic people, but they're on their own. NATO is not going to help these people. The sanctions are not going to stop the Russian army. And they're now encouraging suicidal resistance against an army that's only going to lead to people getting killed for no purpose at all. It's not going to work. All right. Uh um, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Jones, for those comments. Of course, I'm going to focus again on what President Biden said regarding the uh, sanctions you just mentioned and answered it for me, uh, how effective actually they would be if, uh, if they are levied against the uh, Russians, which in part they have actually already. Um, uh, we will choke Russia's access to technology. These are some of the comments that the president actually made in that uh, uh, State of the Union address. But don't you think, uh, Mr. Jones, that part of this, again, is uh, to divert the attention of the American public from, the, from some of the issues uh, that America is struggling within itself and try to uh, basically put the blame on someone else or try to divert the attention towards something else. To what extent would you say tonight's State of the Union address will serve that purpose for President Biden? Well, I, th I think you're right. I think you're right. First of all, uh, what did this, what did the, uh, the Ukraine, uh, what did the war there do? It ended COVID. Uh, you probably missed that, okay? COVID was going out of control. It was going nowhere. No one had a handle on it. And now suddenly after the debacle in Canada, okay, where Justin Trudeau embarrassed himself by not talking to his own people and sending in uh, the Cossacks on horseback uh, to beat them. Uh, they, they ended, they, this is, one of the purposes here is to distract us from the fact that COVID, uh, the measures that they took were a total disaster. Wrecked the economy. There are untold injuries from the vaccine, which no one is talking about. We just simply changed the channel. Okay, we're not going to talk about that anymore. Okay, that's the one thing. The other thing is uh, he's talking about this unified NATO. Well, uh, one of the purposes of this all along, the whole point of antagonizing the Ukraine was to get Germany on board. 
because Germany had uh, was ready to sign a deal. They had already signed a deal, but ready to certify the opening of the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. One of the major objectives of foreign policy was to break this connection between Germany and Russia, and this uh, did succeed. The, stu the stupid Germans went along with NATO, committed basically energy suicide by canceling the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. So there are just two examples of uh, uh, collateral damage as a result of, of, this, uh, of this incursion. All right, many, many thanks, Mr. E. Michael Jones, uh, out of South Bend uh, in Indiana. Many thanks for your time, and uh, hope to talk to you later.